I, I don't. It's not All called right. I Like Big Butts. It's called something else. We're rolling now. Oh, wait, not Rihanna. Um, no, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Rihanna, not, Rihanna, not Rihanna. Somebody mixed, it's remixed, not, Sir Mix a lot. Who's the one with the big fake ass? <laughs> All of them. No, <laughs> Nicki Minaj. That's it. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. That's it. Okay. Yeah, that was it. Because she's the one with the butt implants. She has actual butt implants. She has actual. It, it came out on. Who doesn't have butt implants? I have butt implants. You do? Yeah. What do you do with them? Sit on them. Actually, it does sound comfortable. You have a cushion everywhere you go, like an extra cushion, like you put gels in there. Yeah, yeah. like are you gelling? But yeah, <laughs> I'm gelling. Are you? A, how can you even rhyme that with like butt? Are you? Here, right. are, are, are you belling? Are you butt <laughs> Are you butt gelling? Maybe it was the extra bittering or something sitting at the bottom of the keg. That one t- doesn't. That one tastes better, doesn't it? It sure does. Yeah. Maybe down by the bottom of the dip tube, a lot of. Bitterness settled or something like that, right? I don't know. I don't know. Is there much left in the keg? I haven't lifted it. I mean, there's only about three and a half gallons in there to start with. Yeah. We were talking about the beer. The homebrew that we had last week was much better last week than the first three glasses we had tonight. I went and got a refill, and it's much better. It's as good as last week. So if you guys want to go top off. Yeah. Do you want me to top you off, Nick? Oh, I'm fine. Okay. So, yeah, Nick is here. Welcome back. Thank you. And, um, I don't know, we've, uh, <laughs> already. Already. Little Jeff just starts to go. We got a t- hate tweet this week. Did you see that one? No. Enough with the mouth noises and the swallowing noises. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't we don't do it like Nick to excess, but <laughs> I was just exaggerating the point. Yes, I know. I'm joking. But <laughs> the person but, who was complaining probably doesn't listen to the pre-show. Yeah, probably <laughs> probably not at all. But that's all right. Maybe it was me complaining. I mean, if if we lose a listener over it, we lose a listener over it, right? <laughs> what are we gonna do? Right. I try to keep it to a minimum, but. We it's we impossible. do we we try to keep it as minimum as possible, but it's also authentic. You know, it's it's uh, in media res. We're, we're in the middle of things. <laughs> we could have we could like every time we take a sip, we could throw it to intermission. You know, a little intermission mm. song, right? Every I, got, time. I got a great lineup for you tonight. <laughs> I'm ar- I'll already start writing them in. <laughs> <laughs> so. Give you some funky, fresh beats. To fulfill people up on, on what happened since last week regarding the script thing. We did the script last week. Um, I've dropped out of that project. I simply said, look, this is you and I have different goals here. It's not going to work. Good luck. He's a douchebag. That's what you wanted to say. Well, I mean, he is, but that's besides the point. Because the other people working with him are not. I mean, Brandon's... Ben is fine, and Jason's fine, and uh, and John's fine. You should do a competing series, you know, living with uh, you know something like a. <laughs> well, no, <I'd... laughs> no, no. I'm just saying, like, rip off the series idea, right? <laughs> like, instead of the what's it called? And uh, get a better camera and put it up. Well, no. The thing is that I'm convinced that I could do that regardless of the story. I mean, the, the point is not to, is not that I wanted to do a Luchador story. The point is I could. I I felt like I could make a decent story out of any concept. They Instead of a luchador, with. do it with a mariachi guy or something, right? <laughs> Same thing, but just. I would rather do something completely different. I would rather do a completely different idea. I, I could be your backup mariachi, Ben. 
<laughs> I am trained in many Latin grooves. I mean, the whole point of the exercise is that story structure reigns supreme, and you simply you you create a decent enough story structure, and it all works. Oh, sure. So, yeah. You need to direct an episode of Community. No, I don't. <laughs> I still have yet to see that show. Center. Yeah. I don't. The only thing on TV I watch is literally South Park. That's it. I mean, I, I caught up on Breaking Bad. I'm almost done with season five. Okay. So I'm like, I can't remember the last episode I was on, but I don't know. So shit's gone down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the ending of season four was absolutely uh, brutal. Yeah, it was It was amazing. the tie and just, it's great. <laughs> yeah, that, that show has definitely ruined, has made me burn a couple candles. <laughs> I love that um, the song they use at the end of that season four episode too. That yeah, yeah, that was just a great music sting at the right moment. Yeah, definitely Breaking Bad is a lot better after the first couple seasons. Yeah, it, it it I didn't really like the first season. I thought it was kind of dull. It's kind of more of uh, it's it's a little I guess slightly more wacky, a little bit more. Um, the comedy is not as dark in the first season. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. It was like more bland compared to the rest, and yeah. like the characters really, really change. And it's a little bit more broad, and then it then it really dialed itself. Jesse in. becomes an amazing actor, and yeah. just everything. There's rumor going around that they're going to put out a season six. No, they're not. That's I've seen that. I haven't. <laughs> I don't, know where, you, I don't know where you've seen that, but that's not Facebook true. But they are going activated. to be doing. They are going to be doing. Uh, a sort of prequel show, a Better Call Saul. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, maybe that's what it was yeah. referring to. Like, I didn't look into it. I just like saw it scrolling by. Yeah. So that will happen. That's another reason why I deleted Facebook. <laughs> All the propaganda. <laughs> propaganda. <laughs> On Ebola. What? <laughs> Did you uh, check out the eclipse yesterday? No, I was sick yesterday. Well, I wasn't sick sick. I was I woke up and I, the people who I work with are right now going through colds and stuff and I'm right next to them. And I woke up yesterday just feeling like really tired and and down and I just called in and said um I'm going to try to sleep this off and maybe I can come in later, maybe not. I slept till 2. I <laughs> slept it off completely. So I feel fine now, but I, I just I missed the whole eclipse. I uh, I worked late. I didn't get out of work until sun was under the horizon, really. So, enemy torpedoes. Those are always neat when you go out there because if you get um, just a, a you know piece a, of paper, piece of paper with a hole in it, or you see, or even better is when like there's a fence or something that the sun is beating on, then it just makes a whole bunch of little mm-hmm. dips. Those are always cool. I was going to try to set up the telescope and use the um, the sun funnel if I had gotten home in time. Mm. I wasn't even sure if the sun was going to be high enough off the horizon to do that here, you know, at 5.30 or 5.45 or whatever we yeah. starting, so. Yeah, it was kind of rough for us, too. We were, we would get, like, the very first bit of it or the tail end. What was it? The, the tail beginning end, of The it. beginning of it, and, and then we'd go down, so. Well, what? 2017, we'll have a full one. Yeah. Full eclipse. In the have you Northern set up America. the... <laughs> I haven't set up the plan yet. I Crossing through Ohio. And everything else up It's here. Uh, Tennessee, I thought, is where the Tennessee and Kentucky is. Yeah, okay. Tennessee and Kentucky. Um, I've looked at campsites near the totality zone. 
So I have a rough plan of going camping that week. And, and I uh, told you I want to go with you because yeah. even though I hate camping, but, uh, seeing a total eclipse yeah, is yeah. very cool. I mean, you spend there are people that spend thousands and thousands of dollars to go out into the middle of the sea to catch them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now that's getting closer, three mere three years away. I mean, I've had this plan in my mind for probably eight or nine years now. Yeah. Like, I was found a website which had all the eclipses for the yeah, future, right? I, like, oh, there's ones going across, you know, Kentucky and Tennessee. Well, shit, I can do that. Yeah. 2017, okay, put that. If you look at my Google Calendar, like, there's a, a one-year warning on my calendar to send me a reminder of it, so. <laughs> Just for that one. Yeah. I mean, worst <clears> comes <throat> the worst, I'd, you know, I would probably, I'd find a hotel that was, like, two hours away and, um... You know, stay there one or two nights and just drive. Probably do even better than that. Yeah, but. I mean, it'd be cheaper if it's two hours away. But I mean, it, it, it it's. I wonder if there's going to be like a huge. I mean, it's pretty rural there. I wonder if there's going to be a huge eclipse bump or not. You know, I'm pretty. I mean, I'm sure there will be. There will be yeah. zones. There will be areas where people will be congregating for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, lots of people, even though. It is kind of Bible belty. Still, there's lots of people in America who are going to want to be able to, you know, be in the middle of a total eclipse. So, even if you are Bible belty, it's still pretty cool. Yeah, it doesn't mean they don't like eclipses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Believe me, in in God, or even even a literal interpretation of the Bible, doesn't necessarily mean that. Uh, <laughs> you apocalypse! Hate eclipses. Oh my God, <laughs> the demons are coming. Yeah. I, I've seen Apocalypto. Um, how was it? Apocalypse? Mm-hmm. You've never seen it? No. I actually really enjoyed it. You know, Mel Gibson, for all his faults, and the Air Myriad, is a pretty good filmmaker. I mean, I, I really liked Apocalypto. It, it, even, you didn't see it? Haven't even heard of it. Oh, really? It's, it's, I think it won a bunch of... Didn't it win Oscars? No, I don't think so. Well, it was at least nominated. Yeah, probably. It was probably definitely nominated, but no, I, I mean, if you don't mind reading subtitles the entire time, which I don't, I love nope. foreign films, and uh, yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. I mean, because it really has nothing to do with, like, it kind of perceives it well, like it's going to be like, thing, all religious, though, there, There's wasn't. a running thread through all Mel Gibson films, and that's torture. Oh yeah, it's definitely pre- like present, but this one deserves to be present. But uh, yeah, but I mean, he he clearly bases his the stories that he has around things that are have, for people who are tortured. Well, because he knows that it's going to sell. No, I just think it's kind of you know, it's, you know South Park did their episode on him. Where, yeah. where, <laughs> I just think it's, it's his fetish. <laughs> he just loves torture, and so he goes for the you know the, the grosser and grosser torture things. Yeah, but. Uh, I think I think Apocalypse came out. Was it before Passion or was it after? No, it was after. It was after Passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. I hated Passion with a passion. <laughs> I, I just, it would take a lot for me to to enjoy like a passion story because I don't find the passion story very interesting at all. No, I enjoy like Moses and stuff like that. The story of the Ten Commandments, like I, I think that's a great story and stuff like that in the movies. The old one's like really good, but mm-hmm. I just Passion of the Christ was not my thing. <laughs> it's basically, I mean, it's just like South Park said, the yeah. Jews need to apologize. Have you seen Passion? Long, or, long time ago, yeah. yeah. I saw it in theaters, and this lady behind me wouldn't stop crying, and it annoyed the shit out of me. 
Well, that's why he gets better. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, he comes back. It's all right. (laughs) That's what you get for watching a movie like that in a theater. Yeah, I was I was younger when it came out. I mean, my grandmother made me go see it. Ugh. You got to see this. She just snuck out halfway. I'm going to go to the bathroom, Mom. Snuck out and going to another theater. <laughs> I saw, heard a cool radio story today. It's about the um, Brainport glasses. It's for blind people. It's a pair of glasses with a camera on it. And it goes to this thing, a little sense stimulator you put on your tongue. And it converts the digital image into patterns of electric stimulation on your tongue. Mm-hmm. And with some training and, you know, getting, you're able to, the blind people are able to use that sensory input and able to equate it to vision, right? right? So they're talking about this one girl who was trying it out, right? And, you know, when she first put it in her mouth, it just felt like very fizzy put soda it in pop. Your felt like very fizzy soda pop, right? But then, you know, lots of practice looking at things like the technician would say that's a chair that's a door that's me that type of thing and then like her breakthrough moment was he took a like a foam rod and waved it in front of her face and she's like whoa what's that and she saw something equivalent to a foam rod mm-hmm. moving in front of her face right with, well, her, mind's eye. Is, is, with her mind's yeah, eye right, yeah. she saw like it wasn't just like a shock she detected is what, yeah, is what it was yeah. yeah and uh she i guess she was in this trial for a year and a half and she would be able to take it and like walk down the street, not need her walking stick. And, um, you know, they went into, it was radio lab. So they got a little artsy about like what the people look like and stuff like that. But they were, it was just really cool. Like being able to train that kind of sensory input to replace, you know, vision and, and, and actually like get that intuit, getting that intuit, um, sensory perception of it, you know? Yeah. There are stories of, of blind people who've been able to, utilize rudimentary echolocation making some clicks and, okay. and after a while figuring out how the you know how they go off and of course that's useless in a crowded room or something right, right. Like but that. in your like, empty house in an empty house or if you're you know out in the wilderness or something mm-hmm. it, it can be pretty useful so but but that since it directly works off of the same concept of vision mm-hmm. it's more you know unless you're tasting something spicy I guess than it <laughs> Then right. it sort of hurts your sensor, right? But yeah, it, it's synesthesia essentially. It, it's translating one form of uh, of sensation to another, or at least mapping that to a def- different thing. And then there's another thing for deaf people where it's just like a vest with like 21 actual motors on it, you know. And it's it was made for translating audio from your phone into vibrations. And deaf people were able to pick this up really quickly, learn the language type thing. But then they started talking about, like, there's another researcher using this vest thing to, like, you know, what if, like, we piped in, like, all the stock market data, right? Like, would you have this, like, native intuition of, like, it was going to be a bad day for my whole futures? Or what if it was all the weather data within 200 miles of your of you, right? Would you, like, have this, like, sixth sense of, like, what the weather is going to be? Well, I'll give you something, an example of a story where that, that happened. But I think the weather is too complicated, and we also, humans are too adept at finding patterns where there aren't any. So that would probably fail. But... There was a similar story I remember reading about a man who developed, a scientist who developed a, a belt that would constantly vibrate in the direction that was north. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they wore it for like six months or something like that, constantly. And eventually, 
it became like like a, a, another sense. Mm-hmm. He knew he always knew his direction, and it, he didn't even feel the velt buzzing where it was north. He just right. He just and and he, he it would be part of dreams and things like that. It would just he would innately now know where direction was because he had this extra sensation, right. uh, and it, and if he felt almost like naked when he took it off eventually. So I could, I could definitely see that. Yeah. So they're talking about like what kind of data could you load into this vest and what can the brain make of it, right? It's a really fascinating thought, right? Where if you take Twitter, right, and like have five hundred thousand tweets an hour, I mean, see the problem but like, is, but have it like you know distilled down. You know, if the a lot of the technologies in distilling that down, but like just having this intuitive feeling of what's going on in the world you know I, I think a lot of that with so much data you get false positives all the time like, like remember when you did the backward masking thing for us I think that was you know mm-hmm. you were here too right when you played something backwards yeah. and like you know did did you, did you hear it mm-hmm. and you know I was like I kind of think I, I can but it, there was it, an episode of Vsauce about that yeah but it, it's not actually there right. it's just it, it's picking up a pattern that's you know because there's so much information that you're kind of it was one of those things where if you if you search for something long enough, you're going to find yeah. the coincidences. They just had an episode on Vsauce recently about coincidences, and it's like no matter no matter what the scenario is, if you search hard enough, hard enough, you will find you'll the find something like whoa, you will find the yeah. connections, and it's it's pretty cool because he went into playing things backwards and stuff like that. Is definitely yeah, that's where you know, conspiracy theory comes from. Is an overactive. Uh, Imagination. Well, overactive agency detection is really what the what it is. Seeing, seeing uh, purpose behind things that are just happen to correlate. Seeing, you know, correlation where there is no causation and assuming causation. Yeah. Uh, speaking of spicy, earlier, did you get my picture last week about with the habanera? Yes, yes, you ate a whole habanero. I did. How was that? It was actually really good uh, for the first five minutes. And then I ate a lot of cheese because I had no milk. Mm. Thank you for all the cheese. (laughs) I ate a lot of cheese. I uh, ended up taking sour cream and (laughs) splashing that into my mouth. And then I had nothing besides... I mean, water makes it worse, but I just just kept drinking water after water... And then I uh, ended up throwing up because I drank so much water. But it lasted about 25 minutes. But the taste overall was actually still yeah, really the- good. And I ended up making this um, with the peppers. I uh, made this spicy chicken Alfredo. And I used haban- I boiled the noodles with the habanera, um, the jal- jalapenos, which were also fresh grown jalapenos, green peppers, onions, tomatoes. And I blended them all together. And, oh, man. I mean, it was. You can cut good. down. You can cut down on the heat. Okay, I've said said by uh, flashing it with a lot of heat. So, like frying it mm-hmm. will cut down the heat a lot. Um, and habaneros have a really delicious, they fruity do. flavor. To I mean, them. that's why I threw it in with while it was boiling, yeah. so then it would dissipate. And plus, I took out the seeds. Obviously, yeah. I still got some more habaneros. And um, this weekend, um, a buddy of mine's giving me ghost peppers. That'd oh, be great. God. 
I I won't eat I I won't eat a ghost pepper by itself. How'd your ass feel when you? Oh, uh, fine. Oh, really? I mean, I'm used it's to. De- it really depends on the ghost peppers. Um, first time I had a ghost pepper, I was really scared because I watched some YouTube videos of ghost peppers. Like people almost dying. Like this guy who owns a pepper company eating one, and like it knocked him out for two hours. He's just like laying on the couch, like uh. When I was having, so when I tasted the ghost pepper, it was not any. I've had hotter habaneros than the ghost pepper I had. So, you know, the the ghost pepper, especially the ones if you buy a giant eagle or something like that, really could vary from the record holding ghost peppers, right? The you know, one point two two million Scoville unit ones. Rex down the street, the home brewer, he just did a uh, ghost pepper beer. He does ghost pepper beer again. And um, he had the chopped and dried chilies in a bag. I just took one tiny little piece of it, right? Put it in my mouth. It was difficult. Yeah. It was a difficult swallow. It, yeah. was, it was really hot. I mean, I've, I've eaten habaneras plain before, but that one this week, I mean, they were good. I mean, I, I was actually... Like I, because I was going into like basically like a shock state where I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh man, I'm sitting there like checking my pulse because I'm like, man, I'm I'm fucked up. <laughs> like the first five minutes, everyone's looking at me like that didn't bother you. I was like, no, not at all. Woo, yeah. <laughs> and then it just kicked in; it wouldn't stop. And then I had to deal with the aftermath of chugging all the water just because I did not want to let let it off i just constantly kept the water are your taste buds back to normal oh yeah i mean i was fine after an hour after an hour i was totally fine i went back to eating and stuff like that because kept saying it can burn off your taste buds i mean it don't grow back don't grow back in like two weeks yeah i mean it it was it was hot i mean it was definitely hot but like i said i'm always afraid i've had habaneras plain before so that's Mm -hmm. why i did it but uh ghost peppers i've never eaten plain Mm. and i'd be afraid to but I got some. I'm making that chili again that you had in my. Oh no, you didn't have any of my chili. You shouldn't be afraid of party. tasting a ghost pepper. I mean, eating the whole pepper would be tough, but yeah, well, a that's slice. no, no. I've tasted. Oh, okay. I'm talking about yeah. eating a whole Go pepper. Eat I won't eat a whole ghost pepper. I've eaten like whole habaneros, but not ghost peppers. But um, I'm making that chili next week, and I'm gonna throw in some ghost peppers into it. You should you should have some of my uh, my salsa. I make really good salsa and guac. Oh really? Oh, I love salsa. See, I I, don't, I hate chips except for tortillas. Mm-hmm. Tortillas are the only chips that I really enjoy, and they have to be the good tortillas that are actually like from a Mexican mm-hmm. dropped in the fryer right then and there. That and fried ice cream. I, I like making my, my own tortillas. I, I used to do that all the time. You just get the you know corn tortillas and you chop them up into quarters and put them in. Well, I've never made my own tortillas. And then uh, cook them for like a minute, and then get them out and salt on them. Great. Yeah, I'll have to do that because that's the only chip I hate. Potato chips. I I hate junk food. I don't really eat junk food, but the tortillas, man. Tortillas are very. I always I always try like... to get a bag at my house, <laughs> and then I eat like I get the habanero salsa, and I'll just like we put that on the mahi mahi that I grilled. Oh uh, yeah, the habanero salsa. Oh, yeah, man. I don't like things as as hot as I used to. Um, oh. Jeff still does, right? Jeff, you're still into that hot stuff. Yeah, I mean, I still like hot stuff. I think my tolerance has gone down from where when it was at its highest. Mm-hmm. Like the death sauce that I have, I, I find I use it more sparingly than I used to. <laughs> I remember that you were telling me about the ghost pepper wings from... Oh, what, Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah. Well, they didn't they have, have a ghost any. pepper wing? They, it, was a, it was a limited 
edition one. I didn't get any that were out by the time I ordered it. It was still on the menu, but they didn't uh, have any okay. left. I um, I I had the Quaker steak when they started making it real big in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, Ugh, I hate Quaker steak. Well, when they first opened, they how... had the atomic wings, and you had to sign off on a waiver before you can have them. You got to eat like six of them to get on to like the board or whatever for the month. Mm-hmm. And I did that, and they they were they were pretty killer. I had a lot of. Lot I of I only I did I did the fat heads versus the volcano wings. Oh, fat heads, so um, good. When I was 21 years old, you know, sign a waiver. Haha, ha, this is funny. Yeah. It was so hot. It oh, made, yeah. It made I had my, the fat heads once, too. They made my ears ring. I don't understand why. They're, well, they're, they're tough. I don't know. I'm not making it up. It literally no, I, made my ears ring. No, I, I, agree, I, I agree with that. I mean, I was going to say I don't understand why people did that. But then I thought, well, no, I do kind of understand why people do that. Uh, you know, it's sort of a it's a it's a low it's a it's a no permit damage way to exciting things happen i mean that's right. so you know it makes sense but no permanent damage yeah yeah I, I i i guess i like food too much to to waste it on something like that see but the thing is i kind of like with me and spiciness i actually enjoy the spiciness i think of well now i'm up like to a pretty good tolerance because i eat spicy food mm-hmm. every day i'm the guy who puts like tabasco sauce and peppers in every meal so I, I think I have a better tolerance, a lot better tolerance than I did two, three <laughs> years ago. But uh, it's like you're an old I, I enjoy the taste of it. <laughs> I'm an old person. Yeah, because old people have to put spicy stuff on things because they their taste buds lose. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I mean, I don't need spiciness. I just like, I like the spiciness. Cleans out the sinuses. It can do that, but so can horseradish. Do you like horseradish? Uh, I'm not a big fan. That'll clean out your sinuses better. Some of the fake wasabi that horseradish is difficult in a in a different way. Yeah. yeah then there's the the hot. My dad brought me over from. some horseradish sauce, and it was from a Super Bowl party that he had, his friend gave to him, and it was on in a plastic Tupperware container, and it said "Triple X Hot," not for wussies. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, funny, and I didn't have so I wanted to use the try it. I didn't have anything really dip in it, so I had a baby carrot. So I dipped the baby carrot in it, took a bite, and the horseradish went up in my sinuses. It gave me this coughing fit, right? And then I started to, like, inhale the carrot chunks. So I was, like, really worried. I was, like, going to choke on this, you know? Uh, it was it was kind of scary, actually, because it just it set me in this, like, spontaneous coughing fit. I couldn't control it all. And... um well, I was coughing. I'm inhaling and I'm like almost sucking these carrots in my esophag or my windpipe. Right, <laughs> move the carrots yeah. away. <laughs> You're spit out. It was over. The, it was just like two seconds. Like yeah. you know, yes, I ran to the sink and spit them out. But you know, before I did that, it was like this is a bad situation. <laughs> okay, good. I, I, people, people for some reason, in my mind, I saw you just going, <laughs> and you just keep carrots yeah. or just kept no. I can't show him a wolf. <laughs> no, no, it's a, but I'm like, you know, what's going through my head is, you know, this is a bad situation. People die mm-hmm. <laughs> from things like this. It was like that stupid cinnamon challenge. I never, I never did that, but all you see all those people yeah. are like yeah. dying and almost dying of trying to eat. What was it? How, a tablespoon or something? A tablespoon like of cinnamon. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it was? I saw how to do it. They actually, it was on Mythbusters. They showed how to do it correctly. It's still still stupid. It's still really stupid. 
But basically... Speaking of Mythbusters, do you see that Grant Imahara is doing that McDonald's Well, bullshit? yeah, well, because they, they fired him. Yeah. What? They fired Grant Imahara they, from the, Mythbusters? The, all the build team, they, they let them go because... Most likely because of money, is my uh, thinking. Oh, really? So, yeah. wait, they got rid of the hot redhead, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carrie and... Uh, she was the only one I liked out of those three. They annoyed the shit out of me, all three of them. Yeah, they didn't annoy me so much, because I, I understood where they were coming from. I mean, they'd, you get to play around with this this kind of stuff and watch explosions and make things happen. Yeah, and, yeah I mean, it's, it's exciting. And also, you know, I give them a lot of credit, because they built a lot of those... I mean, it wasn't like they were just there to present. They built all those things themselves. Did they? Yeah. See, I didn't know. I, I kind of stopped watching Mythbusters when they started acting. Yeah, they, it went downhill for me when they started acting. Like before, when they were just like, "Okay, look, this is what we're going to test. Here we go." That's when I liked it. Yeah, but then and that's what they're that's making... what they're coming back to. Apparently, is they're is they're trying right. to do that more. Yeah, because but... I hated the fact it's like, oh, well, I got to yeah. do this huge acting yeah. five minute, ten minute acting skit, and then it's like, oh, here's your experiment. It was lame. I, I guess like... I haven't watched MythBusters in a while. I don't know what you're they, talking about. It, it, they don't do like that. Those skits, but they did like they used in the very beginning of MythBusters. They would just talk extran ex- like they would just show yeah. up and be like look this is what we're doing yeah. they draw it out and then that was it yeah. and then they got into scripting it scripting it oh so what do you get and when you have do little dumb little puns oh. and stuff like that and then yeah. the horrible yeah. puns and it was just more of like oh, yeah all right so you're talking about the banter scripted banter is that yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. And, but the, the banter would only be at like the beginning and in between skits in, and, yeah in between it like while they were doing it and while they were watching and, and making observations they wouldn't they wouldn't i mean the show's horrendously outgrown its initial premise right yes oh, which yeah. was you know Test urban legends. You know, remember when they used to have the, now they do movies. the historian yeah. on or the folklorist or yeah. whatever yeah. she was? You know, so. But I, I, I like some of the things that they've done with it. Like mm-hmm. they did um, one that was uh, basically a, you know, a physics demonstration in the sense that it was, it was about, you know, momentum and, and, and that sort of thing. And it was just, there were, you know, it, it was plain old high school physics textbook thing that you'd learn in physics. And, and I remember somebody complaining about that and I responded to them, well, you know, it's cool to see these things actually, you know, brought to life. The, these questions actually brought to life, brought out and, and shown full scale. So anyway, Grant Amahara, the, the Asian one, right? Yes. He's using that's, his... That's very racist of you. No, it's not. <laughs> no. It's very specific. Come on, my mom would have said the Oriental. <laughs> um, go ahead. I could have called him the chink. Um, <laughs> that would have been very racist of you, and is. <laughs> but I said it in humor, so it's not racist, right? It's like, just like the mouth raping comment. Um, Teeth. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he's doing these things that are Mythbusters-esque, but in showing how awesome McDonald's is. Yeah. <laughs> what? Dude's got to make a buck. That's all. I, 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 know, I saw it and I was like, you know. But he's like talking about how great McDonald's hamburgers are and the beef is not pink slime and the... Well, I mean, here's what I saw because I actually watched the whole thing. He went there, you know, obviously McDonald's paid for somebody who has some credibility and he went there to see that it was not the the lean trimming whatever the pink slime is called it's actual beef trimmings uh that are used to make the burgers that much 
he he did and he showed and he showed that process. Then the little thing that was that day yeah. wasn't the pink slime that day, <laughs> right? Well, but it was you know it wasn't the pink slime that day. But then the thing that was a little shilly of him was when they asked him to eat the burger. He's like, mm, "That's good." That was when I was like, "Okay, he didn't have to go that far." And I saw, so I, I saw it on. Last week, tonight is right. why it yeah. was brought to my attention, right? So I went and on Grant's Twitter, he's like, I'm going to the I'm going to the French fry factory today. I'm so excited. <laughs> it almost sounded like it was like sarcastic, but it wasn't, you know. <laughs> I'm going to the French fry factory today. Hooray <laughs> My life is over. Well, I mean like I said, dude dude has to make a buck. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, I can't, it's not going to be famous forever, right? So, yeah. Uh, on Tosh.0, they showed an old Seth Green. They showed an old Seth Green commercial from when he was like just starting off in the acting business. And it was like the most horrific thing. It was like, well, the like, difference between when you're just starting off. I know. It was so funny <laughs> yeah. that they showed. Grant it. is on the way down from, from yeah. the high. So, you know, he's going to take what he can get. That just yeah. made me think of like actors. I'm sure it pays well. Situations. I'm sure McDonald's pays well. Well, Cameron Diaz was in. I mean, like, the only problem is if film when she first started. I mean, the only pro- I don't know. I still don't I'm like not her. in Grand Shoes, right? But you figure he is has a rep, good reputation. Mm-hmm. You know, science minded, engineering minded. This is going to put a huge hurting on his reputation. I'm sure he weighed that. Yeah. And said, you know what? This money is more important to me than that. Yeah. So, and to some people it is. So. It, it could be likely that most people won't remember that he showed for McDonald's if yeah. he gets his next gig, right? Yeah, so. I didn't even know about that. So, I mean, But then again, I don't really know much of what's going on in the world as of late. I'm kind of like a troll during the semesters. I mean, of all the horrible things to show for, I don't know, McDonald's only been halfway up the list of horrible things. <laughs> I guess there are worse things. I mean, McDonald's is pretty bad. Most, but most, most of my problem with McDonald's is not in the fact that they serve shitty food, although it probably should be. Um, but the, the way that they pay their employees—that mm-hmm. is what bugs the hell out of me. But you know, that, that's not I like to see Grant do that. <laughs> Can you survive on a? I haven't had McDonald's, McDonald's in thirteen salary. years, so I have McDonald's maybe like once every two years, and they're those are like sad times. I yeah no, <laughs> those are like really drunken nights where yeah. I'm just like, oh, that, that's the only time I can remember recently having McDonald's was when I I had a hangover and I woke up and I was like, I gotta I gotta get this hangover in, so I gotta get something greasy and gross in me, and that will help. <laughs> <laughs> a, I get hot wings when I have. I mean, others. I don't know. Like, it's not even ever in my decision. No matter how fast I need to get something, yeah, go to Burger King. <laughs> I haven't what, been to Burger choice. King in as long. I, I, mean, I don't think Buffalo Wild Wings is that much different. I go there once, and he never lets me forget the fucking thing. Well, I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying that if you. If you were going to make this stand about how McDonald's, you never gone there, blah blah blah, and then you know, oh, but Buffalo Wild Wings, I went there. Well, I mean, well, at least at Buffalo Wild, at least at Buffalo Wild Wings, you have to sit down and stuff like that. You get a waitress and or a waiter. Just, but that, that's just you know, 
flair they throw on the it's, same shit. It still takes more than two seconds to cook your food. Because at least Does it's cooked it? fresh. It's not sitting underneath a lamp. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. I've never been to Buffalo Wild Wings. I've, I've always been wanted there to go. And, and uh, it was aggressively mediocre. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So definitely, so don't go there? So that's much better than McDonald's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at least you don't feel like you're getting a herp <laughs> off a seat when you're at... <laughs> Here's the thing that that I I would say about McDonald's. McDonald's they're they're really McDonald's. they're really experts at the initial kind of the flavor in your mouth. They know how to make that just the right balance so that it it, it satisfies in your mouth. Now, as you're as you're swallowing it and you feel it in your stomach, it, it's like you, your body rebels against it. It's like this mm-hmm. is not food. <laughs> what is it? but that initial bit? Yeah, just scientists, like, it's just like food scientists know exactly how to get that right. Just like Krispy Kreme donuts, right? Mm-hmm. I hate Krispy Kremes. I call them circles of regret. I like Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> the Krispy Kreme donuts, they taste so I don't so think it's much good. of a difference, honestly. No. Dunkin' Donuts is a shit. Uh, no. No, no, I totally disagree with you. I, I have Krispy Kreme over Dunkin' Donuts every day, and I don't have donuts. I just don't like I don't really eat donuts. I, I can't think the last No, I had a donut last week, but that was the first time in a long time. Yeah, but crispy. I mean, it's for me. That's what Greg just explained about McDonald's, but amplified. Yeah, you know, as soon as before you even done chewing a Krispy Kreme, you're already regretting it. Yeah, but that first bite is like, oh, oh so my god, it satisfies so much. Well, it's like Chipotle. I hate Chipotle. <coughs> I can't go to Chipotle. I had it one time in my life, and it was garbage. I don't get why people love Chipotle <coughs> so much. It's quick and easy, and it's not that terrible for you. I didn't do it right. Like, yeah, I didn't like it. I. It's fast casual, man. It's fast casual. It's (laughs) still... It's no longer McDonald's either. McDonald's uh, divested from it. I was at Dunkin' Donuts earlier today. I got that spicy hot sausage egg thing. Oh, man. So good. (laughs) I'm sure that's horrible for you, whatever it was. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's definitely... It's definitely... I mean, I can't really... This 170-pound body can't afford much more weight. (laughs) Actually, I think I might be less than that now, but... My goal is like 165. But I'm not going to get that eating Dunkin' Donuts. No. But they forgot my hash browns, and I had to go back and tell them like I paid for my hash browns. <laughs> I think you realize, I think that's a that's a threshold you cross at a certain stage, right? Wouldn't you say, Jeff, that at a certain point you say, you know, fuck my hash browns, they forgot it. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing I would have, but they did the same exact thing to me like two weeks ago, and I said, fuck it. And the thing was, I wanted to use a coupon for a free, for a large coffee for free with the purchase of a sandwich. But I said, can I just up the medium to a large and get the combo? And she goes, I'm already lost. (laughs) All right. I had a coupon for a free large coffee if you buy a breakfast sandwich at Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. And I asked if I could use this, but I want a combo meal that comes with the hash browns and it already comes with the medium coffee. So I said, can I just get it upgraded to a large and give you the same exact thing and get the combo? And she said, no. And I was like, all right, well, then I'll just get the combo anyways and not use it. And I didn't get the hash browns with it. So it defeated the whole purpose. <laughs> I should have got my large freaking coffee. So I was so pissed off. I ate my food because I already walked across campus and I wasn't going back. So then when I went there this time... And I checked it, and there was no damn hash browns. Luckily, I was checking it as I was walking out. I walked back in. I was like, look, bitch, I want my hash browns. 
No, she was she was very nice. She gave me her ash browns, but I was still super pissed. They forgot it twice, and would I didn't you, get my large coffee. Did you actually go up to say, "Look, bitch"? <laughs> no, I just went back, and no, the thing is, I walked back, and she didn't even have to ask me. She just goes, "Hash browns," and I'm like, "Oh, if you're like thinking like if you already mm-hmm. knew." Yeah, she just stopped me when I was walking away. <laughs> That's why I don't eat out too much. I try not to. <laughs> I can't afford to eat out. There are some really nice restaurants in in Pittsburgh now opening up. There's a I took my parents to that tapas restaurant. It's a it's a Latin um, what was it a Latin Asian fusion tapas restaurant over in um, right by Church Brewers in that okay. area. Is that um... no? It's not the one I'm thinking. Of. It's really good. Really good, and um, of course, there's all those those great sandwich places down at uh, in the strip. Mm-hmm. Did um, there's a really good restaurant in uh, Station Square, but you gotta like prepare to spend good money. Um, Texas Day Brazil, did you go to that? Oh yet? yeah, yeah, I've been there. That's it's um the meat place. Yeah, it's a Brazilian um steakhouse. And they do it on the same. They do like that, that. Yeah, it's I mean, fifty it's, bucks. Yeah, yeah. but that yeah for the for the buffet, which is it's like thirty five or forty dollars for the buffet. That doesn't include any drinks, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really, I have a really funny story yeah. with that because I got free tickets to see cats down at the Benetton. And so, I mean, and they were front row, center stage of the Benetton. Like, I got them from my my aunt's brother in law, who's a lawyer. So he has like season tickets, gave me them. And I was like, okay, that's good because I'm kind of on a budget right now. So I got a free show, showed up there. I get free parking downtown because I know exactly where to park. And we go into the show and everything. And as we leave, I say to my girlfriend, I was like, oh, do you want to go get something to eat? She goes, yeah, where do you want to go? She's like, we should go to the Hard Rock. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to spend that much money. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was like, you go to the Hard Rock and you spend a lot of money. And we're walking through Station Square and I've never heard of Texas State Brazil. And I saw it and I was like, why don't we try this place? I mean, it... To me, the name speaks like, oh, it's like a little bit better of a Taco Bell. Like, it's a Mex. Like, that's what yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. So I walk in, and we're dressed okay. And the guy is, like, ignoring us as he's, like, writing on something. And I'm sitting there, like, standing there waiting. And he looks up, and he goes, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, dinner for uh, reservation. Like, can we get two, a seat for two? And he, like, looked at us. And he's like, okay, follow me. So he sets it down. I've, and been, as- there. I've been there in, in casual clothes. It's fine. As we walk over, well, I just got that vibe. As we walked over, two people come out of nowhere, pull our seats open, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm screwed because <laughs> I can't turn back now. Yeah. And we sit down. This guy comes over. He puts a napkin on my lap. You see me slowly go, oh, my God. I, made I it can't horrible. afford napkin service. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so we, we get the meal, and I'm telling Aaron, I'm like, I'm so worried. This is going to cost like $150. And uh, we get everything, and... Uh, then they bring all like the mashed potatoes and the banana, the fried banana right, to clean yeah. your palate. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, I'm like a nervous wreck right now because I got to tip this guy. And Aaron asks, he's like, can can we get more mashed potatoes? And the guy's like, oh yeah, no problem. And I didn't know because they didn't tell you how much it was. They didn't tell you if it was by your plate or what it was. So I'm like running every worst case scenario in my head that, oh, they probably charge you for every bowl you get. They probably charge you for the plate. And I yell at Aaron. I'm like, you will not get another bowl of mashed potatoes. You will use that plate. You will not get another plate. And then the bill comes and it was like $100. We got tap water. 
And uh, it was like $100, and I left like a $30 tip because, I mean, the service and the food was incredible. Yeah. But you know what? I paid for my tickets then. I mean, yeah, the basically. Tickets, that's basically what happened. It was no longer a free show. We got a great meal out of it. But it was I, I love those story. Brazilian steakhouses. Those are, those are a lot of fun. And yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're a once in a blue moon type. Yeah, situation. that's what I mean. Like, uh, we're going back there in December, but I'll be prepared for mm-hmm. it. I mean, and they had <laughs> we're the going whole, back for they had our the whole anniversary. Thing in the area where there's also good. Yeah, food that's and, what I mean. Yeah. I had shrimp. Like if I, I just went in there thinking, oh, it's gonna be something cheap, and so I was a little bit more of a nervous wreck. Yeah. But now that I know what it is, I'm gonna be like, oh hell yeah, let's get back yeah. there all the time, and uh, you know, let's get some moschiatas. I mean, I'm ready to go. <laughs> so I've been thinking about something here about how language and what's acceptable and what's not. Right earlier when you said look, bitch, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and it's still like it's not like, <gasps> but. Change it to look faggot or look nigger, <laughs> right? But yeah, well, I mean, look, but, look, bitch. To me, if, if you were actually go and say look, bitch, to somebody, that would be pretty offensive. Yeah, that'd be pretty offensive and pretty probably sexist and derogatory. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it's yeah, it, w- it would hit pretty much the same, the same thing, right? Just for women instead of yeah, homosexuals yes. or black it, people, it, right? It, yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, nigger is a much worse word for the connotations it has. Uh, but it's it, the but it's still it's it's still a what? <laughs> it's Chappelle show. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's the N I G G R. It's the nigger family. Oh, is it A R? It's A R. The nigger uh. R's, Yes. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> sorry. Uh, it, yeah, it, it, it's. Go ahead. I, I just thought of something. It's one of the things where you, you you learn that certain things become unacceptable. And you just roll with it because that's the way society moves. Right. I mean, because we've taken gay out of our... You no, know, we don't use gay as dumb. That's mm-hmm. something that's changed over the time we've done the it show. And it, I mean, originated as happy. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, words change. It. I mean, in yeah. high school, we used remember, it remember as words. Dumb. It's important to know this. Evolution. Words don't have meanings. There's no word that has an intrinsic meaning. Words have usages. And those usages change over time. There's no platonic version of a word that... that oh, sure. You know, sure. I'm just... The question was more so... How come bitch isn't yet on the list of words we can't... You know, that are not even appropriate to say amongst friends anymore type thing, you know? Um... It, it, it may eventually go that way. I mean, it, it's it still can be used. I mean, if if you go up to somebody and say, "Hey, bitch," and you know, it's, it, it's a woman, and you say, "Hey, bitch," and you're doing it in a mean way, then that's obviously awful. But if you're like, "What's up, bitch?" to if you're a friend of yours, that's usually not considered bad. I mean, it may be eventually turned into something that's considered bad, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. for right now, it's not. Like someone walk in the room and be like, "Hey, fags," that's different. You that that has crossed that barrier. I'm not going to say that story. <laughs> there was a... Uh, I don't know. It, it seems that... Uh, I mean, just like you're not going to go out the room and say, what's up, cunts? I mean, there's... <laughs> there's <laughs> See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> there's certain words that have crossed barriers and certain words that haven't, and it may, it may, they may eventually do so. I don't think bitch has gotten to the point but where... Remember, the re- remember when we talked about eliminating gay and fag from our... Vocabulary, right. right. Yes. It's like, why do we use that as a disparaging term? You know, it means dumb or something. Well, why do we use bitch as a disparaging yeah, term? Yeah, it's right? refers to a female it's, dog. Well, 
That was where it originated. <laughs> no, but, but I, that's no, not I, I where it's used. I understand what you're saying. Not where it's it, used. It's, it has to do more so with uppity women, you know, and women being <laughs> subjugated for millennia, you know, type thing. I, I understand what you're saying, but but not all words get that treatment, and it has to be based on how society evolves, not based on you know. Not there. There's no. There's no absolute measurement you can do of whether a word falls on this or not. It, mm-hmm. It's 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 a sliding scale, and you figure out where the gradient is and where that word is acceptable. And right now, bitch is so acceptable in uh, fraternal terms in that sort of way. Whereas, yeah, gay is, has become much less acceptable, and you know, certainly like faggot is not acceptable, or or any of those other. Or, you know, nigger or any of these other words. Are oh, not Max learned faggot at preschool. <laughs> That's weird for Max because he doesn't know what that is. It's. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, I, it was during the day, so I don't know exactly how he used it. But I was like, where did he learn faggot? I'm like, that fine, upstanding Christian school we sent yeah. him to. <laughs> Why do you think kids learn all their words? They learn from other kids. Yeah. I, I was the kid, man. I, I told Heather, you know, well, I, I, I'm like, you know, I had a conversation with Heather. I'm like, you know, I'd rather him say shit and fuck than faggot, you know. So, you know, you just not even have that enter his vocabulary. Be good. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to know it to know not to use it. Yeah. So. <laughs> the thing is with Allison, never heard her say a swear word. We teach girls differently than we teach boys. Yeah. It, it's just stunning. Max... Picked up so many swear words so early. This Girl, Allison, girls are taught, and it's it's probably it's probably bad that society does this. But girls are taught to be dainty and precious. Well, yeah, I mean, look at their toys, look yeah, at their clothing, and boys are taught to be rough, aggressive, and aggressive. And, yeah, so I mean, we give them army toys and everything that's like black, green, and blue, and then we give girls Barbie dolls yeah, and, and it's not dress even, up and play house and <laughs> learn to be domesticated. It's not even that that you and Heather are doing it. It's that society yeah. does it. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I, I remember hearing Cartoons. about... Yeah, I remember hearing <laughs> about somebody who they had a baby and they wouldn't tell their friends or their family for a week what sex it was. And they got the friends and family got really mad because they were like, "Well, what do I get them? How do I react to them?" Because they wanted to know because they're, they're sort of an intrinsic way you mm-hmm. react differently to a boy than to a girl. So you give the girl a, you give the girl a dress and you give the boy a Tommy but you, gun. Not even that, but just the way that you react to them when you say, oh, and you hold them. Yeah, yeah you hold yeah, them. You yeah. can be a little bit more rough when it's mm-hmm. a boy. You can throw them around. That's fascinating. Yeah, it's like the only good thing sociology was good for. My sociology class was actually really interesting, but everyone makes fun of sociology. But it was an enjoyable class. I enjoyed taking it. Because there's a lot of pseudoscience in sociology is the problem. But there's interesting stuff there. No, also there's a lot of pseudoscience in drinking drinking craft beer. Yes. So I think we should get on to doing some All right, let's do some of that. Cool. Am I able to run to... 